a podcast. Did your radio show get canceled? Fire, fire, fire. Low down and filthy, but the discipline is on point. Schooled myself, made my own dojo. A cold flow with the whole dose of soul. Maintain composure, even in theory. An anomaly, properties undiscernible to me. This week on The Million Dollar Plan, we're talking to Olivia. Now, Olivia's got $30,000 she would like help coming up with for a very specific reason. And to understand that reason, we welcome her to the program. Now, Olivia, welcome to The Million Dollar Plan. Thank you for having me. So uh, my daughter's name is Olivia. The, uh, is this you, Ollie, or is this a different Olivia? No, no. Okay. The uh, the muse for this was a Law & Order SVU character, so... Oh, excellent. You know, I never watched the Law & Order. I was an NYPD blue guy back in the day. Never. Oh, you're missing out. <clears throat> well... Stabler-Benson connection, huge. <laughs> uh, well, now I know, and I will Google what that means later. What can we help with? 30000 bucks. You want to come up with $30,000 for what? I do. Um, I'm actually trying to start a family okay. and uh, need the help of medical science to do so. So um, I've gone through a couple of um, various rounds of assistance with a fertility doctor, and unfortunately that has not worked. Um, and now I've been referred on to IVF, and um, the state of Indiana doesn't um, ask for insurance companies to provide that as a health care benefit. And um, it's very, very, very expensive. <laughs> so talk to us uh, uh, about uh, a couple things here. And going mm-hmm. through some of the other procedures, did you incur much medical, ex- uh, many medical expenses, or w- were they pretty uh, basic in nature? Yeah, no, I've, uh, quite a few. Um, in about eight months, I've spent over $14,000 of my own money, okay. um, and I'm in no way loaded by any stretch of the imagination. I am insanely resourceful, um, and I've you know, come up with money left and right, picked up odd jobs. I even started driving for Uber. Um, there's nothing on a cre- well, there's currently a couple bucks on a credit card, but that was on the last round. Everything else has been cash out of my pocket. Wow, okay. So, well, well let's get a financial update. You, Your gross annual income is $56,000. Is that is that you? Is that your household? Or is you is the household? Like, how, how do we... I, I am the household. <laughs> okay, $56,000, of net monthly income after benefits and taxes and all that good stuff. You have mm-hmm. uh, $1,000 in your savings account and you've got 6,500 bucks set away uh, for long-term retirement needs and you put about $500 a month or so into that account. Now, from a debt perspective, what's hanging out there right now? There is um, some credit card debt, nothing too crazy, um, about $4,000 in credit card debt. Um, what is really hurting my heart and killing me is my student loan debt, which will last till I'm probably going to die before that thing's paid off. And that's um, about $40,000. $40,000. When did you complete that degree? Uh, 2000. So, okay, I'm, I'll be honest. I'm not good with Mm -hmm. numbers, but that seems as though that is 17 years ago. That, that's about, that's math. Yep. So... Was there a long period of time in which you weren't paying, or were you paying like income based? Like, how are we to where we are? Or did you go to like, so, uh, yeah. well, yeah. So it was um, when I first got out of school, I was on deferral for quite some time and okay. then um, was making my loan payments. And then because I was a <clears throat> lackluster adult for a period of time, sure. I defaulted on my student loan. Um, and then I went through the process of um, reestablishing it and getting it back on track. And I brought it back into current status. Everything was great, grand, wonderful, paying. Um, again, I, I, paying a little bit extra a month on my student loan, um, and then I was making payments. And anyway, long story short, I did. I 
I redefaulted against anything I had done, I guess. Okay. Um, and so then the checked on penalties and interest, and it's just compounded and compounded, and now this is where I'm at. So, and then also you are a, a, a homeowner. You've got a 15-year mm-hmm. mortgage, and your payment's $736 a month. How many years left mm-hmm. are on that mortgage? Uh, about 12 years left. All right. So you would say, other than spending money on some of these fertility treatments and the student loans, your financial life is relatively stable, right? Oh, for sure. Yeah. I, I don't spend exorbitantly. I don't go on crazy vacations. I have a modest TV. <laughs> yeah. So I've got this question I got to ask, and I'm just I got I'm trying to think about this for a second. Let's say uh, IVF goes through, we figure out how to get the thirty thousand dollars, everything takes. Blah blah. I, I'm not a doctor. It turns out, uh, Olivia. Mm-hmm. Um, you have the child from a daycare perspective uh, uh, of mm-hmm. caring for the child, and, and you're working. You're the household income. How do you see that situation going down? Um, sure. I've actually done the research already into a daycare attached to the church I attend. Oh, nice. um, I've. I've worked out all the finances and in the terms of, you know, the nine months leading up to, again, I'm in, trying to reestablish my um, savings account from where it was before I started paying for my fertility tra- treatments. The goal is to be ahead of the curveball, so I have the first year of baby all played out. I've pulled up all the baby calculators, and again, I don't know everything, but I think I, I have a solid plan in place to at least um, start off on the right foot, if you will. So, uh, so if we are going to name this episode, we would uh, name it Just Add Baby, is what you're telling me. Because everything yes. <laughs> else is sort of planned out. We just need to add a baby into the situation. That's kind of all I need. <laughs> all I need is the baby. All right. So let's let's focus. Oh, actually, before we focus on that, let, let's hit your million-dollar day, work backwards, and then we're going to focus on this $30,000, like how to, how to get it. Uh, it. Based on what you're doing, you've got $6,500 set away uh, for the long term, $543 a month going that direction. Your million-dollar day at your current pace is February 8th of 2049. It also tells us at age 67, which would be your retirement age, you would have roughly $730,000, which would give you a monthly income of $1,700 a month, but it would feel like in today's dollars about $863 a month. And this, we're gonna, we're gonna uh, kind of dog ear this page because uh, that is your retirement reality as it, as it, I can't talk, so this is gonna make for a good podcast, uh, as it exists now, <laughs> And that is not adequate, right? We, you and I both right. understand that $863 a month in retirement income is not going to flow, right? Right, correct. We'll get, we'll get back to it. All right, 30000 bucks. Uh, what's the time frame in which you would like to have, I, uh, besides yesterday, what's the time frame uh, if you yeah, would like exactly. to have 30 Well, we're also chasing a clock here. I mean, I'm about to turn 40 within the next 11 months. Okay. Um, and things just get rough in that age range. So uh, not impossible, but... It, uh, it would concern me. So um, I would say in the next five to six months at the latest. I know you came to me for financial resources, but it never occurred to you that I'm barely mature enough to handle this conversation. You know what I, I mean? No, it crossed my mind, but I think <laughs> you can do it. I think I could do it too. Like I'm really, I'm holding out. I'm doing pretty well so far. Uh, Nicole, <laughs> am I holding up pretty good so far? I think you are. Yeah. All right. I feel pretty good. Okay. So, yeah. um, 11 months to go. Are, are you, do you have this expectation, uh, founded or otherwise that, that, you would go through the treatments prior to your 40th birthday? Yes. Okay. Would you borrow money for the IVF? I'm not saying you should or shouldn't. I'm just curious. Uh, would you borrow? Yes. <laughs> what would you buy? I'm drinking a uh, protein shake. This uh, uh, episode is brought to you by this protein shake. What, um, what 
who would you borrow the money from? Like, how would you get $30,000? Because you couldn't borrow it from your 401k. No, I couldn't. I No, I, I've kind of had some worse and best case scenarios. Not, none of them are very attractive. But um, case scenario one would be to um, refinance my home. Okay. Um, and then take out the amount I need and then pay that off in the term of the loan. Let's talk um, about, yeah, let's talk about that. I, I, sure. Let me, because okay. I, I, I want to explore this. How much do you owe on the home as it exists today? Oh, I would say $64,000. What's it worth? Good question. Um, I'm hoping one hundred and twenty to $130,000. Okay, so in the area in which you live, you think you could do a cash-out refinance. Mm-hmm. Would you do a 30-year or 15, do you think, if you did that? I would want to stay at 15. Okay, Cause it, so then you're only... You're, you're basically changing your payment, and then mm-hmm. you are attacking on three more years. Correct. So far, so far, that's the best option. What are some other options? Yeah. But, but, but I just remind you, you've only given me one option. Okay, what's the next sure, option? Sure, sure. Again, the other option is very, very ugly. Okay. It would be cashing out my 401k, maxing out my credit cards, taking out a separate personal loan, and that's where we are. <laughs> so I'm very uncomfortable now. Yeah, I don't As like, am I. Yeah, I don't like that option. So, you know, mm-hmm. the first option, the first option actually makes some sense, right? Mm-hmm. The second option makes zero sense. So under what circumstances does the first option not work? Is it that... If the house isn't appraised where I need it to be. And it has to be 30 grand, huh? I mean, that's the co- or that's how much it costs? Yeah, I mean, given my age, there's um, some programs where you, you're, uh, you have to pay a lump sum and you get a certain amount of treatment for that. It's kind of gambling against yourself, like, oh, if you were to get pregnant on the first try, then you're kind of out a few thousand dollars. Sure. But if you don't, you get some additional tries and all that kind of good stuff. So it would pay off if I'm uncooperative, if you will. <laughs> so, uh, and again, I, it, it's impossible for, for me to not ask borderline personal questions throughout this by the nature of the conversation. Okay. So at various points in the fertility process, you've sort of escalated your commitment to the idea, to the goal, right? You've... Well, now sure. it's going to cost us this. Now it's going to cost me this. And and so when you do that, like, where does this one fall? Like, where does IVF fall in the spectrum of, well, you could always do this after that? Because I don't know the answer to that. Sure. I mean, I think it depends on every person is different. Um, and it's it, given where, what, with my health background and everything, we did, this is the last resort. Um, I We tried it, you know, just on my own steam. And then um, my stress level was kicking in. So then they put me on an oral medication and then that didn't pan out. Um, then they put me on um, a injectable medication, which is a medication you would receive bef- with IVF, but in a lower dosage. Okay. Um, and that didn't pan out. And that was, like I said, eight months worth of attempting. And um, then it was kind of the time for the IVF chat. All right. So if, if and we're not jinxing anybody, but if you yeah. um, got to a situation in which uh, IVF did not work, mm-hmm. like how do you view the situation from there? Or have you not gotten there mentally yet? Um, I've sort of broached it a little bit mentally. I, I want, I would adopt if that was the only other option. I mean, okay. not that again, adoption is beautiful. I, I just have always, in my mind, thought this was what I wanted and what I had planned for myself. I guess. Okay, and so this is what I was hoping you'd say for for one reason. Not that I, I don't want to say I don't care either way because I do care. Um, <laughs> because if you go the adoption route, then you're again talking about twenty to forty thousand dollars, right? Yeah. And so then uh, I'm guessing, based on how you've dealt with all this other stuff, you would cross that bridge when you get to it. 
kind of. Um, I think I would be back into a situation where I would maybe have to refinance the house, make it a longer term. Um, I'm not sure yet. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm taking all this as it comes. <laughs> okay. Could your house that you currently live in be a good house to raise a baby in? Yes, it would. Okay. So, so that way you wouldn't have to like up and leave and... We're never leaving. <laughs> That's <Okay>. home. <laughs> okay. And again, the goal with the 15-year mortgage would be that I pay it off right around the time that high school would kick in and then that's you know tuition money and college additional college money and all those other things so i can continue to build on that that savings that i have for myself you know i'm going to choose on this episode and, and because i think this is what we're, what we're discussing i'm not going to evaluate this desire for thirty thousand dollars as what i'm here to judge like i i, I that's not the point of you mm-hmm. coming on the show right the point is, right. what is the best? I'm taking 30 grand, Pete. What is the best way to secure that 30 grand, given what my goal is? So uh, I assume you're okay with me approaching it from that direction. Go ahead. Our okay. way. So if I'm you, all right, if I'm you, uh, I would definitely do the refi. Now, here, here's the dad in me, right? It's the, uh, the old man dad in me. Now, if you do that, you realize you're going to have to stay in that property longer than maybe you want to. And uh, it is sort of a break glass case of emergency thing, and it will increase your payment. Um, mm-hmm. But as long as you know all of those things, so far so good, right? Correct. Yes. Do you know how I'm much? It, do you know how much it would increase your payment? Have you looked at that yet? I have about a hundred dollars a month, and I've been saving up every month about two thousand dollars to pay for treatments. So I feel like I'm saving. <laughs> so you would you've been saving how much a month for the last several months? About, about two thousand dollars a month between paychecks and extra odd and things that I've been doing. Holy cow! So your household income is fifty six thousand. Mm-hmm. Does that include all the extra hustle, or is that extra hustle on top of that? Um, it's including the extra hustle. Okay. Okay. Whew. Well, what's your so your main gig? What's what's the main? What's your salary? I work for not for profit. Uh. So. <laughs> not for paycheck. <laughs> yes, not for paycheck. Yeah, um, it's not the worst paycheck in the world, but you know, not making a fortune over here. So we have definitely, at this point in time, resigned ourselves to that student loan is going to just be hanging on forever. It, given what I need to accomplish and the time frame I need to accomplish, it's yes, it's taking a second priority where it was once the first priority. You know, let's let's look at this another way. You know, let's say you mm-hmm. have a child at forty-one. That means that you're 59 by the time the child graduates uh, from high school. And, and, and I'm trying to think of retirement years here for a second. Uh, sure. I'm suggesting that you probably would work longer anyway because you're going to be more youthful because you're involved with a, with a young person. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's not like yeah, you're going to... Yeah, that's a thought. Yeah. I mean, you're not going to want... I've got friends that have like... That are my age that have like 15 and 16-year-olds and even 18-year-olds. And I have an 8-year-old. And so they're going to be sort of more youthful earlier. You know what I mean? Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if that even makes sense. Um, so what is stopping you right now from refinancing your mortgage and, and pulling the trigger on this? Um, my employer is entertaining the thought of maybe seeing if adding benefits is feasible. Um, that, that would be, I guess, option one. It, it's unlikely but that it can happen. Um, but the request has been made and it's being explored. So I was told um, I would know within the next week or so whether that's going to happen or not. And if that doesn't happen, then it's onward with the refinance or trying to refinance. So what would that even do? 
Like what? I mean, the benefit, like your employer, like you basically could get IVF for close to nothing because your employer would pay for it. Not close to nothing. It, it, there's I've, I've researched a couple different plans. It could be um, it'll cover all my visits and things like that, and the you know all the eggs, all that kind of goodness. Wouldn't necessarily pay for medication. There's a bunch of different variables. I would say, from what I've seen, it would probably cover fifteen thousand of it. So okay. I'm still going to have to come up with something on my own, um, one way or another. But um, it would help. <laughs> sure. Are you getting any other financial support from any other entity in, in this journey or is it just all on, on you financially, both now and when the baby comes? It's on me. Okay. I, 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 I've explored my options with my parents to see if there's anything they would could assist with. I prefer not that they would help if they could. Sure. They just can't and I don't really want to put that on them. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, for the by the nature of what, what you came on the program to deal with, I would very and, and look you've already got all your your ducks in a row i would wait until your employer finds out one way or the other and then i would i would start the refi process why rates are still relatively low uh and hope that the appraisal comes back uh is, do you think it's going to be right on the borderline or not i don't know it's hard to say it's the house is great and all but you know it just really depends on a couple of different variables and based on location and things so um it, it's a toss-up so here's what here's what I hope doesn't happen. And I know I'm not jinxing you, Olivia. Here's what I hope doesn't happen. The refi comes back and they say, in order to get the new loan, you're going to have to fix this in your house Mm -hmm. because it's not of working condition or whatever. And then, then you're just down the the rabbit hole, you know? Sure. And I don't think that I'm not so worried about that. I'm mostly, it's, it's a good location. It's just close to busy streets, which sometimes brings down the property value. So just, um, that's the thing I'm afraid of. Any other questions I can uh, entertain while we are together here on the phone? I mean, I guess, um, do you have any other suggestions of ways I, other than winning the lottery or? <laughs> yeah, I mean, or, work on your jump shot. I don't know. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I would just say this, like, you clearly can hustle and you clearly can create money, which is a, just an incredibly valuable problem-solving skill. But... You also, like you said, you're up against uh, the clock, right? And mm-hmm. so it's not like we can say, okay, well, over the next 15 months, we're going to save $2,000. I mean, we just can't do that, right? Right. Now, I, I'll say this. It is conceivable, uh, no pun intended, <laughs> that, uh, uh, wow, that's pretty good. Uh, that, that was great. <laughs> I felt pretty good about it. Um, that you start to pay off some of, uh, of the debt that you incur very quickly upon finishing the treatment until you can no longer hustle uh, as aggressively because you're with child, right? Right. And I kind of written up in a roadmap of a plan that I would keep hustling the way it has up until that seven months where yeah. I would assume I'd probably be too big to function maybe a little bit yeah. <laughs> or just probably just safer to stay, you know, kind of keep it a little more low key. Um, so that was kind of the plan. And I, the goal is that I want to pay this off, um, off the mortgage uh, by within two years is my goal. I will likely not comment on the size of a pregnant woman and her ability to maneuver herself in the seventh month and beyond. So I'll just <laughs> nod knowingly right now. I uh, don't know any different, so, but I'm, that's, I'm just assuming knowing me. <laughs> I don't even know how my children got here, if I'm being honest. I don't even know. And now they're very loud and they have a lot of hair. Um, Knowing what I know now, I don't understand how anything happens in this world and reproductively. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't either. I, I knew in seventh grade, uh, we watched a movie, and then I forgot. 
Um, and yeah. so now I'm just, I Google yeah. things. Um, anything else? Anything else while we're together? I mean, I, I think that really covers it. That was my main main concern, and um, I appreciate you at least letting me know I'm on the right track or not missing an opportunity to save myself. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I've dealt with these situations professionally quite a bit, right? Uh, fertility issues, adoption issues, and how they affect a person's financial life. Sometimes it is appropriate to say, dude, you are really going down a, an ugly financial path, while other times it is just more appropriate to try to fund the need that's desired. And I think in your situation, you seem like a planner that, um, let's just focus on, on taking out the home equity line and, and hope that works. Yeah. I guess that's, that's the road. We need an update. You do realize this, right? You're going to have to oh, update us. For sure. The minute that this happens, I'm going to be screaming it from mountaintop. So oh. well, <laughs> don't well, worry. I might even hear it then. So, yeah, uh, you really well, might. Best of luck to you in your endeavors and uh, keep us updated. I will. Thank you so much. My pleasure. That's it for this week's program. I held it together pretty well. I am not a mature person. Like, I'm just not. Like, I, some of, I, I didn't know if we are going to start talking about parts on people. But I did pretty well. And the, really the takeaway from this is I'm very mature. Anyway, here, here's, the, here's a good piece of advice for you. I have seen uh, situations like this become the beginning of the end of someone's financial life because they don't look around the corner. What happens after the baby gets here? Olivia, who just joined us on the program, has a plan in place, which makes me feel a lot better about that. And beyond that, it's not on me to say whether I think something's a good idea or not. I don't know the details and it's none of my business. I'm just here to help people choose the funding they want in the most appropriate way uh, for their financial life. So we'll leave it at that. Uh, that's it for this week's program. If you want to be on the show, be on the show. PeteThePlanner.com slash podcast. Uh, Goodbye, everybody. If you want to be on this podcast and have Pete fix your money like, then hit us up at PeteThePlanner.com slash podcast. You heard me. PeteThePlanner.com slash podcast. Log on. This is for information purposes only. It's not the Swiss financial planning device. Consult a financial divisor. Released from Everest, the fresh is fresh, and you can call me E.T. Word to John Tesh. Let me bless this harmonic presentation. It's amazing, so amazing. I'm the reason. Uh, salutations. I bring you love, Tron. Greetings from a faraway land. I am the sole controller. Put the remote down and let me take control. You're now a part of my zone, so enjoy yourself. Love, Tron can restore your health. I bring you greetings. Uh, Salutations, how you doing? And is that how y'all say it? The tinkling of the keys is an homage to the little, little star. I sojourn over poetic descriptions of sound and travel to my other world. Out of this world, spaceship on my arm took me home, filled by the ink and the megabytes and the hypertext transfer protocol, stronger than the Skynet and the Terminator. I push faders into warp speed, glide with ease, creating a breeze they call a black hole, event horizon, no rear view concerns. This I adjourn, adjourn. beats I burn, I burn, I burn. This I adjourn, I adjourn, I adjourn. I adjourn. I adjourn. I adjourn. I adjourn. I adjourn.
Salutations, I bring you love, trying greetings from a faraway land. I am the sole controller. Put the remote down and let me take control. You're now a part of my zone, so enjoy yourself. Love, trying can restore your health. I bring you greetings, uh, salutations. How you doing? And is that how y'all say it?